Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, is, is there some kind of uh, uh, bill I can send to you? Because my my computer has finally just said, uh-uh, quit. I keep hitting refresh, refresh on hogsports.com thinking I'm going to find out something that's going on either with the transfer portal or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Man, it has been quiet for the last couple of days. What's going on? Yeah, it feels kind of like a calm before the storm. I and mean, we got National Signing Day coming up uh, in a week, just a week away. And there's all kinds of talk about, you know, Arkansas's commitment list is, you know, some of the guys that Dow Loggins recruited, are they going to stay on board? Steven Johnson, Arkansas's defensive line commitment was just offered by Auburn. There's a crystal ball that has him uh, flipping to Auburn. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to, to watch in that regard. But, um, you know, there's a there's a few things. Obviously, we got an opportunity to talk to Ben Souders today, the uh, the new strength and conditioning coach. That was that was great because we haven't talked to a strength and conditioning coach since 2019 because Jamil Walker would never do an interview for some reason. Uh, so, Morgan Turner's been on the job for 10 days <laughs> and did an interview. Jamel Walker was on the job for three years and never did one. Uh, so it was good to talk to him today, just kind of get his thoughts on Sam Pittman and uh, in Arkansas and, and the resources they have here. Uh, there's been a little bit of talk. We've you know, got a name that we're watching right now, Morgan Turner at Stanford uh, for the tight ends uh, coach job, just have heard that a little bit from some circles behind the scenes that he could be a guy to keep an eye on. Obviously, David Shaw stepped down. Um, Turner's been tight ends coach there since, I think, 2013. I noticed on his bio he's got Arkansas listed as one of his recruiting territories, and and I remembered that uh, Hudson Henry, when he was uh, being recruited, he came down to Stanford and Arkansas, and obviously Stanford recruits pretty national level, not so much because of football prowess, but because it's – Stanford, you know, so they recruit all over the place. Um, you know, as far as defensive coordinator, it's it's still been kind of quiet. Brian Williams, his name has popped up, Maryland defensive coordinator. I don't have anything substantial to link him to Arkansas right now. I just know that there's been some talk about him. Apparently there was a university playing in Baltimore yesterday. Uh, so obviously that means, you know, it's him, you know. <laughs> it could mean just about anything. But uh, he's a name that's just kind of popped up here and there. I don't have anything directly connecting him. Travis Williams is another name that has popped up a little bit kind of similarly. Uh, he's defensive coordinator at UCF. Both those guys have you know, been pretty strong recruiters. Uh, Williams recruited uh, Smoke Monday. Uh, another five-star linebacker uh, was a guy that he recruited when he was at Auburn. He knows the SEC landscape a little more. Brian Williams uh, is obviously he's been a, a pretty well-known recruiter and has a strong background in Florida and Georgia also. Uh, so those are just a couple of names that popped up. But there's just hasn't been anything concrete since really since the Ron Roberts uh, deal. I mean that was. That appeared to be their guy, and, and Auburn came in with a better offer, and Arkansas wasn't willing to match it just based on what we've heard so far. I'm interested to see what that salary is. But, uh, you know, that's uh, that's kind of been how things have been on the defensive coordinator side of things uh, since that 
and I don't know if it was a reset, they thought they had their guy or, or what exactly, but, um, you know, there's still obviously a lot going on. You know, you look across the landscape of college football, there's 24 head coaching jobs that came open on FBS, and um, uh, one of them just got fired. I believe Navy is the only one that is, is open right now. So kind of feels like maybe the dominoes are about to stop falling, maybe. Yeah, were you, you know, surprised Drake, that Mississippi State elevated the, the defensive coordinator to head coach that fast no. after Leach was deceased? No, I, I think, well, maybe the speed of it, but at the same time, you know, um, I can understand, you know, an idea of, of, you know, making sure you have some stability and stuff. Uh, but I think it would have been weird, you know, if they started a coaching search you know, right mm-hmm. after versus, yeah, yeah. you know, promoting from within the staff. I think that's the right decision, I don't, you know, and I don't know on timing if that's right or not, but uh, I think it was the right decision. It's what I was thinking that I would do if I were them yesterday just because Zach Arnett is viewed as an up-and-comer. I mean, he was on our defensive coordinator um, hot board before all this happened, unfortunately, uh, with Mike Leach. And I just – I don't know that – you start a coaching search after that, after that situation, it just doesn't seem like it would be something that somebody would want to just jump right into given the nature of how things went down at Mississippi State with Coach Leach. And, yeah, Arnett, I think, has a, a pretty strong background. We've seen other programs, you know, when things are going in a, in a direction that they like, elevate from within. Notre Dame did it, obviously. After Brian Kelly left, they, they obviously different circumstances. Brian Kelly left, they elevated defensive coordinator to head coach, uh, try to keep some stability. Uh, we saw that back in the day with Lincoln Riley at OU. We saw it with Ryan Day at Ohio State. So that's kind of been uh, something that, you know, programs have done if they like, you know, what they have going on. Um, but I, and I think it makes all the sense in the world not to name him interim coach. That just does not work, as we have seen before at Arkansas. Uh, you need to be all in with with a guy, and uh, so I think it was probably the right decision. When you talk Wait, to the one thing, coach, th- I'm sorry. Go ahead, Randy. Well, no, I, I was going to say uh, the things that you've been talking about, Trey, uh, in regards to this coach. He's recruited this area. He's recruited that area. You haven't mentioned Texas. Is mm-hmm. is there somewhat of a the emphasis on recruiting the state of Texas? That uh, it seems like it's shifting east towards Alabama, Georgia, maybe even Florida, for that matter. I think it's just kind of been based on the guys that they've brought in over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've just they've had some stronger connections in Georgia. Now, uh, Jalen Catalan, obviously, he was recruited under Chad Morris. He's from Georgia. Drew Sanders is from – or, excuse me, from Texas. Um, Drew Sanders is from Texas. He was – you know, came out of the transfer portal, I guess. Uh, but it, it's all, it always needs to be a major emphasis recruiting the state of Texas um, and Louisiana and Georgia. If you can get mm-hmm. – if you can get into Georgia and get quality players out of there, which they've proven they can do, then – Go do it. <laughs> you know, they. Um, there's a lot of talent in that state, but you absolutely need to continue to recruit, recruit Texas. Obviously, Kendall Browse is from Texas. Um, so there's there's some still some connections on this staff, obviously. At least five a year. Better sign at least five a year out of sure, Texas. Sure, I can agree that. with that. Yeah, and, and particularly in light of the fact that so many Texans are coming to the University of Arkansas just to go to school. 
Right. And, um, mm. you know, it's it's amazing there. So when you talk to the strength coach, what were your impressions and what was he say, what did he talk about as far as working with the players since they're not practicing right now? What do you mean working with the players? Since well, not I mean, he, in other words, they're not practicing this week. It's just him. He's got them. What's he doing with them? And uh, where are you what, seeing the is, where are you seeing the practice schedule, Rick? Because you were talking about seven practices. Well, okay, they practiced they practiced Saturday. But where are you seeing all they that? They well, it's in. Uh, didn't you get Kyle's release? I got I got when I got when okay. practice practice right. availability is open, but we don't get access to every practice. Right. Well, supposedly. They were practice. They practiced Friday, and they aren't or Saturday. They aren't practicing again till Friday, so that means okay. he's got them this week. So that's what I was wondering: is what's he doing with them during this time? Obviously, they got finals, but uh, and what's his impression of the squad overall? That's that's what I was yeah. asking. Well, he gave he gave one of those answers that most reporters hate <laughs> when you say yeah. who's standing out, and he says everybody. You know, it's like, all right, everybody's standing, that? everybody's doing great. Okay. All right, <laughs> yeah, one of those kind of answers. You should ask specifically, how does Matt Landers look? <laughs> Somebody should have asked that. How does Matt, how does Landers look in the uh, weight room? Is he working good in the weight room? <laughs> yeah. That would have put him that, Do you know him yet? <laughs> that would have been a good question to ask, huh? Still there, Trey? Did we wow. lose Trey? We must have must have lost him, or else he forgot to ask that question. And you know, I was just I was just teasing about that one. I wasn't trying to put wow. him on the okay. spot. Maybe we'll get no. uh, Trey back here. In a, yeah, I hope in so. <laughs> I hope so. Because I actually have a question for him. Well, yeah. actually, I'll do this one first okay. from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. This came from Dave. He said, in reference to your earlier conversation regarding. What we may have worn in our earlier day, I wore starched and creased 501 Levi's with wingtip shoes, shirt tucked in if it had a tail or a polo. He called it bandlon. I didn't think of bandlon shirts being the same thing as a polo, but okay. Mom would press our Levi's on a mangle clothesline at home. A lot of your listeners will need to Google that one. Uh, I think I need to Google it. And I was back in the 60s yeah. and 70s. We just Never heard of them. a mangle no. clothes press. No, huh. we just put them on an ironing board and ironed them. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Isn't it great yeah. that and the, then, the materials became uh, where you didn't have to iron stuff as much anymore? I, I, sh- I like that stage a lot better. I never iron anything. Yeah. But I found everything wrinkles. I don't care if it says it never wrinkles. At least my clothes do. They right. wrinkle. Right. Somehow, some way. Oh, wrinkle-free. Yeah, right. Maybe for somebody else. So. Um, you think we got Trey back? I, I hope I didn't ask the wrong question there. Just kidding. About Trey, are you back? Just kidding about He normally members. responds to us if he's back, though. He kind of yeah. breathes heavily or. Yeah. Well, okay. Right. Let's do this. I'm going to take a chance that this is Trey. Trey, is this you? This is me. I don't know what happened. The oh, dial line just bounced me off and quit working. Okay. So I don't even know. I was talking. I had no idea. Gosh, Trey, I was just kidding. What's the last somebody thing asked, the, asked the strength coach what he thinks of Matt Landers. Yeah, he but, was uh, kidding. I, I wanted to I make sure I made that left. clear because 
Because the last time he did that to another one of our guests, uh, they they went into seclusion for days, and uh, so we didn't we didn't want you Take to go my into ball seclusion. and go home. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll ask this real quick before we go to our phone lines. Um, okay. Horatio Hogg says, "Question for Trey: Could you ask Trey if he thinks Sam was caught off guard by Logan's decision?" To bounce? Oh, I don't, I don't think he bounced. He probably flew on a plane. Thanks and Merry yeah. Christmas to you and your family. Um, no, I don't, I don't do think the, he was caught off guard. Is the protocol tray not st- is the, is the, is the protocol not in place where Beamer in this case would have contacted Sam Pittman and asked for permission to speak to Dow Loggins? I think Beamer probably would have done that. Yeah, um, you know they have a background, uh, a history together, obviously. Um, so I'm sure that was probably probably done. But, no, I don't think that he was caught off guard. I mean, this was something that was developing over a pretty long period of time. All right, let's talk with uh, Robbie. Robbie, good afternoon. Got a question or comment for Trey? Trey, I want you to throw a name out there for me. I don't know if it's a comment or a question. But maybe you can – well, it can be a question in a way because uh, I don't know where he is today. But I want to throw a little bone out there who my best defensive coordinator ever in my decade at the University of Arkansas, and that is Keith Burns. Where is he today? I don't know where Keith Burns is. I, Tanner Burns is – where is Tanner Burns? Tanner Burns is his son. Wasn't he was Keith is he at, he at San Diego is, State? I'm, or is it, I'm not sure where Keith is. I think is. it's San Diego um, State. Tanner Burns, well, I, his son, is somewhere in the SEC. I, I can't remember, but yeah, you're right. Is it Carolina? I can't remember. Yeah, where that he is sounds at. right. Yeah, I feel like that not be it. Yeah, well, I just, I just, I right. always loved Keith Burns. I, I, for some reason, when he was here, you know, under Houston that decade, I, I remember. Oh, Tanner, about, sorry, Tanner Burns at Liberty. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Tanner well, Burns. I remember briefly about blitzes that he did, did that just nowhere in the world knew where they came from. <laughs> and uh, I, I just, I mean, I thought he was very good defense coordinator. And, I mean, I, I, I put him kind of under the radar as one of my favorites. And, uh, I mean, you know, I know we're in a search, but, hey, I don't know if we get the money to get Keith Burns back here, but that, that'd be my first option I'd go with. Yeah, well, guys, I love you. a lot has right, changed. Travel safely, my friend. A lot has changed on how teams call defense and how offenses are run since um, since Keith Burns was defensive coordinator at Arkansas. Obviously, uh, I'm look, he, I, Keith Burns I don't know if he's currently at UTEP. Yeah, Texas El Paso yeah. defensive back coach. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although they've. They haven't been that good lately, so I don't think they've made a coaching change, have they, since the season was over? I don't, sure. I don't know. That's, he was there during the current season, yes. Yeah, I mean, I've heard all, all every former Arkansas defensive coordinator has a possibility <laughs> um, during this. Or, or John Thompson. I think John Thompson probably – how long has John Thompson been out of? Coaching. He is, he is coaching, high, he's coaching high school football. He's coaching high school, yeah. private school yep. mm-hmm. okay. in yeah. Cartersville, Georgia. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I think defense, people are reaching for some familiarity and stuff. So. Yeah. What was Petrino's defensive coordinator that Marcus loved so much? Willie Robinson, I believe, is living in California. Willie Robinson. Yeah, living in California. Yeah. How about that? And out of coaching. <laughs> yeah. Marcus was begging for them to free Willie while he was here. Now he's out of coaching. He's not at Possum Grape anymore. Possum Grape. <laughs> Did we once have a caller? Or was that John L.? Maybe it was John L. that was... It moved to possum grape, which I don't think that's the <laughs> I case. Don't think but, so. uh, I don't think so either. Hmm. Uh, See, hey, right, you can tell what happens in. on no news days, Trey. You, you got to come up with some news here. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're, We're going to start talking about possum grape. <laughs> that's right. And John Thompson, by the way, is the leading candidate. We got to get that that uh, started. Uh, Jim, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, possum grape, possum trot, all the same. Uh, my question is, Dan Eno, anything on him? I'll hang up and listen. Just, just curious where he's at, what he's doing, what y'all thought process was on him. Uh, are, we, are we trying to put together a reunion of former Arkansas coaches? I have no <laughs> idea where Dan, Dan Eno's Eno was. Last I heard, he was at Miami. Well, yeah, I don't think he. Is, I don't know if he is now or not. We'll see. I'll see what I can find. No, out. he would. He's not there. But oh. yeah, I have no idea where he is. But would he show up? Who are we going to go if look up him, would he show up? <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> well, remember, I, remember uh, he ducked the meeting he at ducked Alabama. Out. Yeah. yeah, he ducked out on Nick Saban at Alabama and then disappeared mm-hmm. and uh, basically reappeared in Miami. Well, he is now at the University of Maryland. I don't know if he disappeared from the, there. He's offensive coordinator yeah. at Maryland. Does anybody know what Paul Rhodes is doing? Good grief. You can find out about How anything about on the Haynes? internet. Well, How about Paul Haynes? Let's bring him back. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's straightmediafogsports.com. Be brought to you by Asher Records.